my bed's wet. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a bad time to get some hula hoops? Uh Uh-uh, go. (laughs) I'm going to have to change my bed sheets. Molly! We're watching telly, Molly. Look, lesbians. I'm beautiful. Oh, she's dying. Don't die. At least wait till after this. Mm. I know. That would be really embarrassing. Inconvenient. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm fuck. Fuck off. I'm done. I'm just going to go on my phone now. Fuck off. Hi, and welcome to Talking Tacos. <laughs> Today we're talking about sex. Sex ballet. Sex ballet. Um, sex. Um, and sex. <sighs> With a little bit of sex. A little bit of sex <laughs> on the side. We're talking about sex. Some sexy, ballet. Some good witch. About, um, about other things. What other songs have sex in them? Am I sexual? Yeah. Okay. I can't mm-mm-mm, bet your sexuality. My sexuality. Hi, I'm Holly, and I almost died from inhaling kombucha. <laughs> she, her. She, her. <laughs> she, her. She just nearly died. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Pepper. She, her. Are you not going to say hi? What is it? Hi, I'm Pepper. She, her. Okay, I was going to say, hi, I'm Alex, and I haven't had sex for seven weeks. Um, <laughs> but it's actually eight. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> it is seven weeks. My girlfriend's abandoned me. She's in Boston at the moment, and I'm really. Nope. Okay. Lonely. Lovely. Yeah. It's really lonely. Sure. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and I'm and I'm she, her. <laughs> Bam. A lonely she. A very, a very lonely she. A she and a her. Very separate. But they're not together. Not, to- not together. <laughs> not like that. Super far apart. There's an ocean. Much moisture between them. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, more beautiful for having been broken, director's cut. Is it specifically the director's cut? Uh, um, I mean, that's just what there is. I okay, fair enough. So, um, um, I have already seen this. Peps has already seen this. So, if I may give you I'm a bit of background. I'm not sure if so back... <laughs> can, I, can I give you a bit of background? So, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend who wants to remain anonymous. <laughs> so, um, their code name is... Avocado Nut. Yeah, avocado donuts. Mm. So, uh, right, so they said to me, there's this film and it's got this sex scene in it and you really oh, need... Said sex. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to watch it. It's just, you know, I mean, I can't remember the exact words, but probably... It's an artistic masterpiece. Uh, yes, groundbreaking. <laughs> it's amazing. You've got to see it. So this film is an hour and a half and uh, she makes me sit through the whole thing. I put it on. You watched the whole thing. Yes, I was. I watched like four minutes. Yes, but what you need to know is avocado donut is little shit. And, um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, made me watch the whole thing just to get to that one bit. Well, well so well, I, it was in the background while I was working, so I didn't have my full attention. However, 
I mean, that bit did, obviously. <laughs> sorry, sorry, there's just a bit on the... Uh, uh, yeah, know. no, I read that. I chose to ignore it. No, it's just there's a bit on the trailer that's playing right now and she's just, like, lying on the floor, rolling around, crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Somebody crying. That's hilarious. Okay, so, <laughs> anyway, the quick synopsis. There's a boy who's sick. Blah, blah, blah. There's a family. Blah, blah, blah. There's a mystery. Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't, I couldn't give two shits, to be honest. Then it gets to this... Um, two women are around this sick boy putting him to bed there's sexual tension they're in the living room there's a sofa right there and I'm thinking that's what's going to happen it's going to happen on the sofa they kiss and then what happens next is what only can be described as let's press play okay 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 I just want to say so let me see I'm going to read the official synopsis oh that wasn't good enough huh A a broken FBI agent, suspended from her job and struggling with the loss of her mother, travels to the small mountain town she used to visit as a child. She is befriended by a special needs boy who possesses the extraordinary gift of healing others through his unbroken spirit and unique outlook on life. Though she is hurting, she begins to see through his eyes as the puzzle pieces fall into place. It doesn't sound very gay to me. Same. Yeah. Um, But actually, no, I tell you, that's good. That's good because just, yeah, that just, should be sh- it should be a footnote, shouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. shouldn't be important. Anyway, what what am I? Whoa, whoa! Oh, looking me that they should have cut that long before that. They've just they've just put the sick boy to bed. FYI, this the sick kid is the one in blues. Kid, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> if I didn't have dance, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> sometimes there are noises and, and I'm watching this and sometimes I don't know whether it's sorry. on screen or whether it's Pepper. Okay, sorry, just watch, just watch. <laughs> That's okay. This FBI agent's very wooden, isn't she? We all have to make a living, Alex. <laughs> it's already really awkward. Why? I felt uncomfortable from the get-go. So so I feel, so the girl in blue, no, gonna... the girl yes. in blue is doing all the work here. We go. Here. here we go, guys. She's doing a lot. She's doing a lot of the work. She's doing a lot of the emotional lifting. At this point, I'm messaging Avocado Donut. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And she's like, she's she's waiting for me to wait for it, Alex. Why is she so wooden? See, it's fine right now. I mean, it's not great, but you know. Wait for it, babe. <laughs> Molly really wants to watch. The, the sofa is right there. Okay. The okay. Is... Okay. <laughs> They got changed. What is going on? They got changed to go outside. Are they outside? I don't know. Or are they dreaming? Or is it symbolism? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the... Oh, God. (laughs) It's just like a... (laughs) It's like a 1990s music video. They've made some creative choices here. (laughs) But it's because of her, you know, dance. Like, she finds... Alex, Alex, stop defending this. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying this is definitely why they made this decision. At the moment, what's happening, can we just describe, there is a dark studio and they are now doing sensual ballet. Why is she wearing a vest? Who wears fucking vests under shirts? I do. I know you do as well. Uh, <laughs> oh. So um, at this point, I'm swearing 
a lot uh, avocadona <laughs> oh, because okay she basically clam baited me <laughs> into watching this otherwise known as taco baited you mm. yeah yeah so but so, they are actually in bed at this point as well there's so... also a bed in this studio well yeah oh and they are doing some things but it's mostly concentrating on this her this lovely dance. <laughs> do you think when they wrote this script, do you think, mm. oh, so she can dance. They hired one person who can dance, but then forgot that they needed to hire another person who could dance too. Oh, back to the bed. This makes more sense. This is also, I believe, directed by a woman, if I'm it correct. It is directed by a woman, which is what I found So surprising. I wondered if maybe they were told they weren't allowed to show a full sex scene and they thought, let's be creative well, with this. I think you might be right because it's a 13 plus. Did she just do the worm onto her? It looked like it. <laughs> oh, oh, art reflecting life. So they're like rolling over each other dancing and they're rolling over each other in bed. See, the, the only thing is that the one thing I'll say is like, where are their hands throughout this entire process? Like... <laughs> they're all up top they're all up top lots of up top hands they're very face to face the entire time aren't mm. they which is fine I mean that definitely happens at some yeah. points oh our hands down there now and and see oh and they're now, canoodling hold on a second they're on the sofa they're now the sofa. oh because all that really happened on the sofa okay let's please press stop okay Oh, actually, this next bit's really funny. The uh, kid walks in. Oh, oh God, no, that I is don't. not funny. I'm not watching it. We've stopped it. No. I, I would have thought that the, the FBI agent would have been on top for at least some of that. I felt that was her, like, nurturing... I thought... I don't know. I thought she was going to set her free with sex, with great sex, instead of dance. Well, we can't always have what we want, Alex. Has a, If anyone else has a spare five minutes... <laughs> that you will never in. get back. Then go and enjoy that. And um, I just want to make it clear that Avocado Donut made somebody else watch this as well. I've, I've never forgiven them. This is going to become the, the uh, uh, little Rick Roll. Peps love the good Rick Roll. Fuck off, Soph. Isn't it crazy how you have to like go looking for queer sex scenes? Not like go looking for them, but mm. you can't they, just like, yeah. find them. Do you know, if you was watching i don't know a film that was what's it called recommended to you on netflix nine times out of ten or even ten times out of ten it's just not going to have any queer anything in it funnily enough like you know obviously i mentioned to you guys that i was in a i was in a talk today i mean i wasn't in it i was just watching it and you could ask questions and stuff but with a group called advertising um who are kind of a advocacy group for better representation in advertising um but also um kind of an advocacy group for the people who work within advertising to kind of help and and show off the great work that they do and stuff and and they were saying how as younger people um because I think probably most of them speaking maybe were a little bit more senior than me so maybe been in the business maybe you know five to ten more years and they were saying exactly that which is you know as queer people we have to really seek out content um, and, you know, I think the one guy said, you know, he used to watch Nip Tuck on uh, Sky One or whatever it was. Um, and he used to really pretend that he'd be really interested in, que uh, in in Nip Tuck because on Next would be Queer as Folk. So that was his way of kind of watching 
watching queer content was to kind of like watch something straight so then he could watch um something something straight after yeah and like <clears throat> i think still now we really have to seek out that content because like you said like nine times out of ten it's it's not it's not even there i wouldn't have found what peps sent to us had she not sent it to us i wouldn't have found it if avocado donut hadn't sent it to me i mean that might have um, been a good thing but well yeah but as like an example yes yes yeah you usually aren't finding things. To be fair, once you have a Netflix account and a Prime account and stuff, it kind of gets the gist of what you mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and start <laughs> recommending things that you would like. But I'll if you opened them. up a new account, it wouldn't be showing you those things. Yeah. Like It didn't on mine, but mm. it was a few years ago. So maybe that's different now. And it doesn't help that they're, that they're all being cancelled. I mean, I, I, um, I'm actually trying to think now that you said it you know what tv shows or films that i've kind of come across organically without having to search like lgbt yeah that, I, that i've actually that i've actually like found that. that i've gone oh that's gay like i could watch that um or that i've been recommended um and i really like the shows that i've all really loved apart from buffy i think i've kind of gotten into because like even winona earp like i saw it mentioned on a website about good representation on television and I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a watch. It's also stuff that's not even on mainstream TV. It's just like on your streaming services. Yeah, or like an internet series find, or... Yeah, that's where you tend to find all of that representation, sex and not. Yeah, definitely. Does anybody remember what the first film they watched that had um, queer sex in it? I think probably when I was younger, I did watch Queer as Folk. So I'm trying to remember. I remember... Um, a sex scene between two males. Don't think I ever saw. Did I see women before Winona? Uh, I must have, mustn't I? I honestly can't remember. But like the first proper sex scene that I saw that was showing a loving romantic relationship was Winona Earp for um, four o two. That really was the first I saw saw of that kind. And then later on, Station Nineteen showing a realistic same-sex relationship with Maya and Hottie. I remembered Maya's name. I mean, obviously, I've seen all of the L word. So I watched that at university. So it was probably... And I started uni at 20. So it was probably about 20 when I watched that. I don't know if I saw anything before then. Outside of that, in terms of the first film I saw, it might have been before I watched the L word. Or it would have been at around a similar time because I think I did film and TV at uni. So I think I watched it during that time that was uh bound um by the wachowski sisters that's a fantastic film really really good and very um i wouldn't call it a loving sex scene but it's a very it's very accurate and it's very passionate horny yes uh and that's just a really fantastic movie full stop i recommend people watch that but before then i don't think like i never saw anything on tv you know like it's not on any broadcast tv at that point first time i saw anything close to that on broadcast tv around the same time was skins with naomi and emily on british tv um i can't even remember like they had sex i don't know if you saw it because they were young actresses right i think it was heavily implied because i think they they went to the woods and they stayed overnight didn't they and and whatever and 
and things. Um, really, on broadcast TV, it's, it's very little, isn't it, I think? Yeah, I've really got no memory of ever seeing anything on mainstream TV. Well, I was going to say it's getting better, but it's only getting slightly better on things like maybe Netflix and stuff rather than mainstream TV. Is it getting better, do you think, because you like more not more aware of it but yeah that's a fair point you just expose yourself to it more that's true because um avocado donut also recommended what's what's the series that we recently just watched that you didn't like it alex oh that that could be anything Uh, fuck off um um yeah, you saw it last oh, week. Oh, funny. Oh, feel good. Feel good. No, oh, it. yeah, I didn't like that. Right, so I really, really liked this program. I mean, I liked it. It's quite heavy in places because of the subject matter. But if you dissect it and the sex scenes between um, the two main characters, they're a combination of funny and heartwarming and just silly, horny, <laughs> and felt quite nice just to see that as a normal part of a relationship that's going through shit anyway it seemed quite um accurate for a new young relationship yeah yeah i think it wasn't all serious it was yeah and i didn't and i didn't i didn't like the show that much but that's not to say that there weren't good aspects of it and i think that is that's definitely definitely something they did well um, and I think it helps, right? You know, it's it's authentic because they've cast surprise, surprise. When you cast queer people in queer roles, like it feels like much more authentic. I I just want to see more gay actors in gay roles. That's what I want. I don't think you can have a black and white rule. I just want to see more. I want to see more representation across the board. I want to see more trans actors in trans roles. That stuff I sent you. There were some other ones, which is like um, brands who put. LGBT representation in their adverts tend to get higher brand recall, which is one of the things that we can go to clients and say, if you have better representation, not just LGBT, but like people of colour, for example, everyone remembers the Sainsbury's ad that showed a black family because people went crazy about it because people are bigots. Um, But there's higher brand recall because you have better representation. Great. But actually, we need to get to a point where there's so much great representation then you don't get any brand recall because like it's not memorable anymore because it's the norm so we actually need to get to the point where we're not going wow amazing we're just like cool yeah i don't know okay let's 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 talk about sex give us some stats alex give us some stats stats me i mean it was i can only remember the one i've only from earlier this is a really good one actually and it comes back to when we were talking about representation sorry i realized that I'm talking whilst eating have <laughs> food in my mouth. Alex, what pizza are you eating currently? I'm eating a Pizza Express vegan sloppy Giuseppe. Well, it's called a sloppy vegan, which let's face it. That is not Hot a nice Holly on a Friday pet. night. <gasps> <gasps> oh! <laughs> no! Oh, let's let's high five each other. <laughs> That's going to be Peps on Saturday, sloppy vegan. Shut up, shut up. So, okay, I can't... (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, great stat. So, talking about representation, um, and Pep's made a really good point about how... Wait, did I make a point? (laughs) Let's be honest, it was probably you. It was probably you. (laughs) Someone someone made a point about how 
it's about the people who are watching Good Witch. It was you making this point. <laughs> okay. So the people who see Good Witch need to see that that representation. And hopefully seeing that will, will change their opinions or change their minds and have a positive impact in the long run. And I... Uh, heard a stat today which is 72% of respondents to this survey um, who were exposed to um, LGBT plus stories in the media so whether that's TV or advertising or radio were uh, more likely to be comfortable with a family member when they came out versus only 66% who didn't so it's an only only an 8% increase but if you can improve 8% of people's coming out stories putting more LGBT lgbt representation in your media or in your narratives then like what a huge difference that would make um so i found that really interesting because we always say like wouldn't it be great it would make a big difference if but actually to have to have something quantifiable there which you can say look look this makes a difference was um really interesting for me (laughs) yep that was it that was my stat Today's um, stat. Congratulations for Justin. Congratulations. <laughs> for staying super serious then. I'm so sorry. I don't even know if you know what happened. No, I, I was looking at my screen. Of, <laughs> I opened a can of kombucha uh-huh. and it exploded oh. everywhere. <laughs> kombucha. So I didn't really know what to do, so Sponsored I just stood out and sat here like this. <laughs> Oh, I wish I'd seen it's that. It's just pouring out. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd we've seen recorded, that. We've recorded it, so you'll be able to see it. I'll send you the link to the recording. Speaking of exploding, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Thanks, Sophie. Um, I'm just going back to look at what Beth's, Beth's comments. Oh, Beth's comments were really good. She had a lot of good insight. It's a shame that she couldn't be on tonight. But Bullshit. She's got, Bullshit. She's got responsibilities. She does. L. She says she's looking forward to this. Please. It's a lot of pressure. We actually did have a lot. We had a lot of people comment, didn't we, on this? There was a new well, comment not this a evening. Like loads, but quite. We had a lot of comments. What's the Fosters? Oh, it has. Um. Oh yeah. Safe. Anyone know? Safe is telling you. No, perhaps. I mean, no. You're talking. I. I started watching it, but uh-huh. I found it a bit boring. Mm-hmm. But it's one of your American typical drama type shows, but mm-hmm. the two parents are both women. <gasps> okay. Is that an American show? Also recommended by Avocado Nut. Mm. Or Avocado Nut. Wow, that looks shit. We're all, we're all eating now. <laughs> yeah. So just to update everybody who's listening, my snacks are... Salt and vinegar hula hoops. Alex? Oh, that's good. Um, pizza, still, sloppy, Giuseppe vegan. Holly? Sloppy vegan. Sloppy vegan. Pine nuts. Pine nuts. For fuck's sake, pine nuts. Safe, have you got any snacks? Chewing gum. Well, there you go. Lesbians. Not just... Le- One's a police officer. Mm. <gasps> Stop. Stop. Do you know what, do you know what had the potential... Tell me. To be incredibly gay that wasn't. Fringe? Yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, it's something else. That last season of Line of Duty. Oh, I mean, every season of Line of Duty. Well, I only watched the last season. But oh my God, the sexual tension between them two. Jesus Christ. Didn't know where to look sometimes. Right. It had the potential. Right at the screen. It did have... I, that whole thing has potential. I mean, 
what's her face the main female character i mean yeah um she i mean she's straight in real life um but she she does come across a bit gay, doesn't she? Yeah, it's like the way they look at each other. There was just there's lots of like there. eye sex. Uh, well, yeah, I it was killing Eve. Yeah, do you know what's gay? No, it's not. Killing Eve's not Me. gay. Shall we go through some of the comments we had on on Twitter's? Killing Eve is gay baiting. Okay, so on Twitter, we asked our three followers what their thoughts were on queer sex and how it's portrayed on TV. And we had several replies. First one uh, by Ladamico64. Uh, I think until the last decade or so, what little queer sex scene we did get on mainstream TV was sort of done with a straight guessing how it should look perspective. There are far more out actors and writers and producers now. I mean, it's going in the right direction, but it's still... And I think there's probably an element of the male gaze as well. Even more recently, you know... With blue is the warmest colour and all that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness, that is atrocious. Uh. So, I have not seen this. Uh-huh. However... I just wouldn't waste your time. Even my rabbi oh. has seen it and mentioned it to me. <laughs> today? I, today. I should clarify for our listeners. I came oh up to my rabbi today. I'm so proud of you. Woo-woo! And, we are really proud. Um, I told her that. I've met a bunch of idiots and I do a podcast with them. Mm-hmm. She was talking about everyone in the group chat except yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, she, I, <laughs> I told her what the part. next subject was. And just so you know, saying the word sex in front of a rabbi is not my comfort zone. Do you know that but rabbis I, have sex? Can you not, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, she asked if I'd seen this film and I said no and she said it's a famous sex scene that's clearly <laughs> Soph has just been rude in the chat one day we're going to get her on this podcast and you can hear what we have to put up with she will not say a single thing when, if she ever comes on you are correct I will say fuck all I'm trying to be serious anyway uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Sorry, we're very proud that- of you it's a famous sex scene that was clearly uh, made by males, and I, I mean, I it was like sixty-nine minutes long. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't seen it, so I can't possibly comment on it. And all I know is what my rabbi told me. About blue is the warmest colour. This is so good. <laughs> Petition to have Pep's rabbi on mm-hmm. the podcast. She can tell us all about blue is the warmest colour. Oh, shut fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's still pretty hot, though, in a weird way. I, oh, but... What, that the rabbis seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the film. Can you I'm, a, just... I'm obviously a bad feminist. Um, I think it was awful. It was the, fu- the whole film, like, if you've ever had a bad... Re- it's basically, you watch it, and it's just reminiscent of every single awful part of every awful relationship you've had. Okay, so... <laughs> Why is... it really is such an accurate <laughs> thing? Three hours That's of an like. Way to put it. Can we uh, just for a, for a second? Uh, can we just? Can we? Hey, <laughs> real talk. Oh jeez, real talk. She's dying. She's really for real dying. Can you just? <laughs> I will slap you in a minute. Okay, Go on, do it. Real talk. Come on. Can you? Right here. Ta- oh, that's it. I'm. I'm. Fuck. Fuck off. I'm done. I'm just gonna go on my phone now. Fuck off. 
I'm not really, guys. I'm not really, guys. Um, so why why is it so bad? Can we just talk seriously for a minute? I don't what because I, I haven't seen it. So why why is it so bad? You have to see it, Peps. Like, is it the positions? Is I, it... I I can't remember it that well. Um, and the main thing that I the main reason why I am not a fan of it, um, and not just because of the scene, is kind of the the relationship the director had with the actresses and the the way that he treated them, oh, which was so, okay. which was very poor. So he was very kind of emotionally um, abusive. Jesus um, Christ! And okay. like, um, and they were obviously both very young. <clears throat> he kind of basically just worked them far too hard. Especially, you know, and it's it is a very grueling film. Like it is very, you know, and it was probably quite difficult to shoot um, a lot of it. Um, and he, he, yeah, he ne- he neglected them really. Um, he was kind of responsible for their well being, and he didn't really look after them. And I think, and I, I can't remember the full story, but I'm pretty sure that definitely extended to that scene. But yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, like just not realistic, gratuitous, over the top too long in weird positions that just wouldn't it was written obviously by the male gaze type thing a man that was he had other men in mind watching it is that sexist of me to say a little bit but it wasn't written in a realistic way at all. I completely agree with all of Alex's. So, points. were these characters meant to be in a loving relationship? Or I think the relationship was. I mean, it was not great a lot of the time, but I, I think the actresses were fantastic in 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 it. Um, with what they were given, and I think their relationship was very genuine. You have to watch it, I guess. Oh God, I don't know if I want to. Maybe I'll watch it while I'm working next week. It's like three hours long. Okay, I'm not watching. Yeah. It. Wait, really? I think so. Fuck Let me off, Google. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that. Two hours fifty nine minutes long. Oh my fucker duck! And how much of that was the sex scene? I swear that like sex scene lasts like eleven minutes or something. You're joking. It's really long. Oh my Christ on the bike. Uh not least because of a it's six, six minutes. minute sex scene. It felt a lot longer. Which than left that. many critics wondering if the action was simulated or not. What? What? Which segue. No, not really. That's um if it isn't simulated then it needs a different rating. Oh that's not true actually. That's that's not true. Which beautifully leads us on to some research you did today, Alex. I did, I did. So just so, so obviously, one of the things that we are that we're interested in is not only kind of gay sex, but is um, is whether same sex couples are represented differently on TV to their straight um, straight couple counterparts within the same TV show. Um, so we're not comparing. You know, like Station 19 to NCIS or something like that. You know, we're comparing Station 19 to Station 19, for example, um, or something similar in the same time slot. To be able to do that without sounding like a, a moany um, bisexual who just wants to see more sex on television, um, <laughs> had to kind of look into actually, okay, what are the regulations around sex on television? Um, what can be shown? Um, what can't be shown? Is there a legislation? Um, around straight sex and gay sex is is it a um, a across the board rule is there an unwritten rule within you know tv um that 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 
same-sex couples are treated differently. So I just wanted to have a look into it. So we've looked at UK and also the US. Um, and there's some very interesting differences, actually, looking at it. So in the UK, all of, TV, all of the TV stuff is obviously, we all have watersheds, right, in the UK and the US. Um, so our watershed is 9pm with nothing really kind of gratuitous on until past 10 o'clock because there's kind of a, a transient time where kids could be kind of still around or overhearing stuff at, at 9pm. So basically anything that's 18 rated by the BBFC plus has to be kind of past 10pm. It will be kind of 15 rated at 9pm and essentially anything goes at, at an 18 rating apart from stuff that is considered completely explicit um, or uh, well, I was about to say all real sex, but that's actually changed slightly since. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen Short Bus, but it's good. It's a good film. Um, but it it does it. It's very very explicit, but it is an 18 rated. It's not like a I forgot what it's called an R18, which is like beyond restricted 18s. Um, so that's a bit of background. the The way it's described is very very factual. Um, so they talk about genitals, basically. Um, it's all really factual. This is what you can show. This is what you can't show. There does seem to be some disparity around kind of being able to show like a whole penis, but not showing a vagina because vaginas are scary, obviously. Very scary. Very scary. Um, they should be protected. Um, we shouldn't see them. They're very delicate. Um, which, you know, might bring us on to, um, and we kind of mentioned earlier, a conversation around um, the female orgasm and the fact that you kind of don't really see that very much. I mean, that's a completely different conversation, but like you just don't see, like up until recently, you just didn't see women don't have orgasms, guys. That's not a thing that we do. Um, we don't need to have them um, because we don't need, we, are not we don't need to have them. them to have babies. Or, or, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Or if you do have them, you have them within uh, two or three thrusts and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and thrust. Uh, uh, oh, oh, that was that was lovely. Thank you. How's the weather? <laughs> um, so, essentially, what we're finding, although there seems to be a disparity between showing vaginas and penises, like there is nothing that says like straight sex, gay sex needs to be treated differently. It's very factual. Which is very nice. We're British, right? Okay, that's the right thing to do. It gets a little bit more insidious when you start looking at US um, legislation. So the watershed in the States is 10, which is really late anyway. And that's made really difficult between uh, because you've got your kind of fluctuating time zones as well, right? You've got such extremes from like East Coast to West Coast. And like when you think about Station 19, right, I think sometimes I could be wrong, but sometimes it shows at like 7 p.m., like 8 p.m. It's not... I might be wrong. It might be a little bit later, but it's certainly not past 10 p.m. Um, and if you're looking at um, like Thursday night, sometimes it will be like Station 19 followed by Greys, followed by Rebel or it's like three shows. So it'll be like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. So, you know, we're looking at Station 19 thinking, oh, why don't they take their shirts off? <laughs> I mean, we say we are, we are thinking that that's what we're thinking. Um, but it's well before that that watershed time. Um, and Essentially, before the watershed, nothing indecent can be shown. Um, but pretty much everything is judged from this kind of idea that indecency is defined as language or material that in context depicts or describes in terms patently offensive as measured by. And this is this is what the FCC measure any kind of indecency by, whether it's like pre or post watershed. Um, 
So it's measured by contemporary community standards for broadcast medium. Anything that is put on television isn't measured by facts or genitals like in, in the UK, but it's measured by what could be considered com- contemporary community standards, which is incredibly it's open insane. to interpretation. That's vague. Because it, that means that basically if if it's going to offend a group of people because for i mean i'm automatically thinking the bible belt in america and the pressure to make certain tv shows do well there so they're not going to show certain things yeah and and also if you think like okay <clears throat> let's take an average so contemporary even if they just go okay we're going to take an average of the entire usa right like 40, um, this is probably the wrong stat, was it 45% of the US voted for Donald Trump? Roughly, something like that. So if you're going to take a bang average of the US, half of those people aren't going to be necessarily, necessarily tolerant of seeing same-sex intimacy on television. So if they're going to define a community standard, it's going to be defined by both sides of that argument. So you then get into the really murky territory of, well... If the community standard is straight is okay, but gay is no way, like then then your TV is going to be defined by that. You know, you start to look into Station 19 and you're like, okay, like, yes, it's a great relationship, but like, why are there straight couples having sex with like not very many, clo- not much clothes, but then like the gay couple are always wearing tops and I mean, we've had this conversation before, but obviously it's up to the actress's kind of discretion and what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I know that both actresses have done stuff on other shows before that they were comfortable with. They seem pretty chill. Um, and then you, you've got Andy gyrating around with, with, with nothing on. So, you know, is, does this actually come down to kind of those community standards and, are there people, are there network people in their ears being like, make sure they're wearing shirts? I mean, the the intimate scenes with um, that couple, I think is, it feels really realistic. And I mean, I know, like you say, there are shirts. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just the intimacy level, mm-hmm. um, I think they've got it bang on. Yep. And I mean, the whole show does um queer really well i i don't think i really have any complaints bambina um i think you're right i think a lot of that's brought by the actresses um yeah because they have really good chemistry but then again they don't shy away from the fact i mean i think this is what i love about karina's character is that she's like really comfortable with her sexuality and i don't mean her gayness or her bitterness or whatever but i mean about like her sexuality as a woman and i think that's always been They've been very upfront, like she's a doctor and she deals with, again, female orgasms and it makes people really uncomfortable, um, but it kind of challenges that. I thought, she wasn't. isn't she a gynaecologist? No, wait. Yes, she is a gynaecologist. Okay. Yep. But wait. she, so she originally started in Grey's Anatomy. She came into it because she got, um, she pitched in a research project to um, Dr. Bailey to study the female orgasm. 
Oh, I see. This is brand new information. Yep. Um, and she does like CT scans whilst people masturbate oh in the CT machine. God. And then she finds out why. Because oh, okay. Because basically, her argument is, and she's probably correct, is that only men's orgasms have been studied, and no one really knows a lot about. Okay. That is yep. actually very true. I think it was, wasn't it? The the clit was only discovered in like. The 80s or something? Yeah, it's been it's like worryingly recent. What? Hold on, I read something. You joking? Bear with. Mm. But she basically they put someone they put um a character in the CT scan and find out that she has a brain tumor, which is very dramatic. That's not what um, you go in there for. No, it was not what she went in there for. Okay. Um, the clitoris was only fully discovered in 1998. Oh my god! Fully, di- I think it's the length that it goes, right? The whole shebang. <laughs> yeah, because it's the um, nerve. The nerves go quite far, don't they? Whatever. Yeah. Oh my, that's graphic. Um, <laughs> uh, oh my god, guys, stop with the. Mm-hmm. 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 I, d- I just want words. I don't need the pictures. Yeah, the full. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was her argument. Um, and um, you know, obviously, there's the scene where she says to JJ, no, she tells Maya to tell JJ that if she masturbates, it will release oxytocin, yes. which will help with her pregnancy pain. Um, and that's like a recurring thing that she does to people is that she tells pregnant women who are in labour to masturbate and they all freak out it's like a a running joke (laughs) how uncomfortable you are can you say the word yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh paps oh pepper I said other words like clitoris yep (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry, perhaps. Sorry, coming back to it, you're right. They they are very good, and I mean, they don't shy away from the fact that she's obviously just come up from going down on her, for example, and and all that kind of stuff. So, what? Wait, what? You just have to watch Station Nineteen, buddy. All she does is like appear from like under a new like she's like hello. But didn't you just say it's on at seven o'clock? So it's not going to uh, show me like anything eight. fantastic. It's eight or nine. I don't know. I think it's not going to show on... me anything great. Then is no, it? No, it doesn't. But it does show you my bishop and her arms. I'm not really an arms person. Oh, you will Jesus be. Christ! Watch it. You will be. I mean, I totally am an arms person. Well, you good. If if you're an arms person, then you should be watching Station 19. Uh, so. So, some other replies we had. Uh, A lot of older shows portrayed queer sex in an aggressive manner. A lot of sleeping with whoever, whenever. But there's a bit of a shift now. That's from Why Not? Why Not fan. No, I think think that's right. And I think Beth says something similar, right? Um, In terms of kind of the early on, it's kind of almost um, seen as like, it's almost like promiscuous or... Uh, Yes, I've got Beth's. I've only seen women's sex scenes on TV if I've specifically gone out and found a queer TV series, which I think says a lot in itself. Unfortunately, women's scenes also tend to be over the top compared to same the same shows show women and men sex scenes. The best queer sex scene I've witnessed is a stairs scene in Up because it was a love scene. 
hot as heck, but the passion, and it was more than a quick shag to tick a box. Sadly, even in a lot of queer shows, the sex is often toxic. I'm not sure that's the right word, but it's very rarely a love scene, and I find that disappointing. I think it's important to show younger girls in particular that queer sex can be about love too, and it's no different to a man and a woman having sex. Uh, the sense it can be for a bit of fun, or it can always or it can be a way of sharing a beautiful experience with someone that you're deeply in love with. In summary, the representation which is minimal for women is poor and it feels non-existent for other queer relationships, in my opinion. She made a lot of good points. There's like a billion good points there. Mm-hmm. Apologies for my poor telling. No, you did great. I think, I mean, we've already touched on one which is kind of like, you know, we feel like we always have to go and like seek out all this content. And it's interesting to see that we're, we probably all feel like we're in the same boat there. And then kind of the idea that, and I th- I think this is similar to the previous comment. And, and I, I've got to say, like, I think shows like the L word are just so guilty of um, proliferating this idea that like, like first, I mean, the chart, man, the chart in the L word where it's, it's like, we've all had sex with each other we're all linked we're all linked by sex because we just have sex with each other all the time um like that's just like so far from reality for so many people um i'm sure it's reflective of some people's realities they're right like we have been up until very recently and it's kind of coming back around again with l L word generation q that we do just sleep with each other and and it's not a loving relationship you know and I was a bit disappointed with Generation Q because you know you're kind of seeing the same patterns being retrodden you know like toxic relationships between people um, who can't communicate you never see them have sex in a loving way they then sleep with their best friend like Shane is coming in and having sex with loads of different people and breaking up relationships and you kind of I kind of wanted to see maybe a step change but actually it feels like they're just starting to retread old ground um which is disappointing it makes lesbians look really dirty it does it it makes us look really promiscuous yeah well going from that um griddles 83 over the years it has felt like it has gone from extremely rare to salacious and gratuitous uh, and funny, just being handled the same as opposite sex couples. Shows like The Fosters uh, and Good Trouble, Station 19, where it uh, just is and feels real and normal, uh, gives me hope. So, yeah, I think it's getting there. I feel like with a lot of this stuff, we're kind of just about getting there now. You guys said earlier about it's about having more queer writers in the writer's room. Uh, behind the camera full stop um but also just having people who are willing to listen uh, we were talking about tokenism earlier and the the thing with tokenism is it's when it, it, a lot of the time it's best intentions right you're like oh you know we should definitely have a gay character in this like yes for representation but you don't go out and you don't ask a gay person what it's like to be gay people write from their own experiences so you don't have to be a gay writer to be able to write a gay character, but you do need to listen to gay people to do it. And I think that's, you know, that's that's starting to happen. I think, you know, I think Emily talks about it all the time. 
listening so much and it's so important and she wants to you know she wants to hear about people's experiences um because she's not in a position to to know to know what those things are like and so I think we've been really lucky with with Emily and you know and the whole writing team anyway but yeah I think I think we are getting there to some extent there's so much work that needs to be done I mean we again like you know the other week we were just talking about LGBT representation but there's so much more that could be done outside of our small group of queers you know there's so many other groups who are hugely underrepresented god forbid you'd see like a disabled sex scene like you know we're like where's the lesbian sex <laughs> but but can you imagine can you, like you know can you imagine um being a wheelchair user and not seeing you represented in a sexual way on television like people don't even think that disabled people are sexual creatures That's crazy you know but <laughs> of course they are how is there so many people that exist that aren't seeing themselves Men. represented? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, it's because all all the the big jobs in the studios and the the people that have the power are traditionally men, white men, who have directed stuff towards white men. Haven't yeah. They? Yeah. I think- Why is nobody writing this stuff? There's so many stories that are yet to be told that just aren't being told and I'm so interested to listen to them all. That's the thing is I think that there's there's the general assumption that uh if it doesn't look like me I don't want to see it on TV. And I think we're getting to that point that eventually eventually younger generations are coming through and younger generations want to see stories of people who don't look or feel or think anything like them. And I think that will change what we see on our screens and hopefully change things more widely in society as well. Um, you know, young people will make change, hopefully, for us, for the LGBT community. Um, hopefully we'll make change for, like, you know, the black community um, and the, the BAME community. Oh, God, eventually. Oh, saying eventually, you know. I know. It's exhausting. I agree. I I believe it will happen eventually. Eventually, <laughs> when when the sun <laughs> finally burns out. <laughs> but again, you know, we've got we have way hot, and we had yes, we had station nineteen. You know, we just talked the other day about how we had two gay weddings this year. It looks like um, there's going to be another one. What's the other one? Oh, wait, is it going to be spoilers if we talk about it? Have you managed to avoid... Oh. Well, what's the show? Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, no, I know they're engaged. Okay, 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 okay. So, obviously, there's going to be another... Yeah. Um, yeah. Women. Women with women wedding. Four boobs. Four. <laughs> Two rings, four boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Have we talked enough sex? You said four boobs. Um, I did. Let's talk about I did I didn't quite baby. finish that, but oh, I basically sorry. I'm No, so sorry. I don't no, I think I was just saying that it was really good. It's really good. We're gonna have there's gonna be like three and it's ABC, which is like a huge so many people are watching Station Nineteen. More people are watching Station Nineteen than Grey's Anatomy. It's huge. People love that show. Like, you know, like I said, my hairdresser, I went in and I showed her my bishop's hair and she was like, I love her, she's amazing <laughs> And like 
she's like a person that I would never have thought that I would go, oh yeah, I've got a girlfriend, we live together. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's an assumption I've made about that woman. But just like these shows are showing people that we exist and we're here and it comes back to that thing about representation that like they see people like us on tv and they're like oh they're really cool oh i hope they get together oh they're engaged that's cute (laughs) oh they're getting married oh no he's taken her job what a bastard i love my bishop what a bastard what a bastard what a bastard and now when i go get my hair done Guess what we're going to talk about for two hours? That bastard. That bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Are there any other sex points? Mm, What? Uh, Let's have a think. Nobody's getting any. No, because I'm alone. (laughs) I. (laughs) We're all alone. Oh god. Um, Can I do a quick um, good witch thing? Yes, 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 yes. You're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Good witch. Oh, all right, witch. Not great witch. Mediocre witch. <laughs> Bit shit witch. Shit witch. Subpar witch. All right, we're done. Okay, we're done for the evening. Below average witch. There's only one question. What? Is there any cauldrons? Fuck you. <laughs> Broomstick. We had the date. Frog we had pumpkins. the date last week and it was really beautiful. Familiars. And um, it was really nice because mm-hmm. it was just showing a date which had chemistry and they were in a restaurant and it ran really late uh, and all the customers had left oh, and it was nice. just it was really it was just really well done and fluffy and then they were eating ice cream and then uh joy went to hold zoe's hand and it was just uh, i may have got a little tearful because it was just i've not really seen that mm-hmm. uh with two women i'm trying to think if i have but i don't think I don't think I've seen that kind of date portrayed by two women. And it was just just sweet. I mean, sickly sweet, but I bloody loved it. I think that's a good point, though, because we've just been saying how, like, like you don't have to see a sex scene to see intimacy between women. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were just saying that, you know, 12 years ago or whatever, longer than that now, we had the L word and it was so salacious and... You know, we are kind of represented as like these promiscuous filth. <laughs> yeah, like what's dirty bitches? Well, yes, and then obviously you've we actually got s- this I lovely. See the romance. You've got this lovely date, and actually they care about each other. And the that's... wooing. The wooing. No, but the you do because you see so many dates on TV with a man and a woman, where mm-hmm. it's all have a rose, and blah, and blah bullshit. But just seeing that. With with um, Joey and no Joy and Zoe, it was it was it was really nice. And then uh, oh yeah, we're every two weeks now. So yeah, the last episode was the follow up, which was also very sweet with them panicking about what does it mean? What does it mean? But it was nice because it it was just normal mm-hmm. post date drama, but nothing to do with the fact. Not one person brought up the fact it was. 
two women going on a date. It was just unaccepted. It was just a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a date, and it was it was really beautifully done. I thought, and there were no cauldrons. Super lovely. There, well, that's not good. There enough. was actual magic though. <gasps> was there? Yeah. Why? What happened? Oh, you can't tell me, can it's you? It's not magic, is it? Mm. Well, no. Um, so Did the doctor visited wink? his sister, and their grandfather used to do magic. And so, Cass- was it a cat trick? Cassie tried to do some magic for show, and it didn't go too well. But then the doctor did a bit of magic, and it actually worked. Anyway, right at the end, Joy's vision board. Mm. Oh yeah, I didn't understand this. Exploded. There was a there was a hidden message in it, and it was only discovered when Joy added this extra photo of her and Zoe. So cliffhanger. Dun dun dun. (gasps) And did Cat retweet your tweet about it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) I still don't think I understand the tweet though. Just trying to remember it. It was just me going. um, Dun dun dun. (laughs) Yep. Basically. I feel like if I watch The Good Witch yeah. and tweet anything, yeah. I have much more chance of being retweeted by Cat Burrell. It, no, it's true because That's there true. aren't as many people watching mm-hmm. it. And also... And uh, I've always got a zinger, like one one zinger an episode of something. I was, what do you mean are we still... We only just started talking about it. <laughs> like a KFC zinger. It's my favourite. Okay, shall we... KFC zinger. I do like a zinger. <laughs> what was that? What was that? I, I inhaled kombucha by accident. <laughs> you did this really, you were like. <laughs> Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe. Oh, guys. We okay. need to say what we're going to be talking about next time, but we don't know. It doesn't matter. Next time we are talking about something that is a surprise, mm-hmm. even to us. What's it going to be? Peps, can y- are you good at maths debates? What? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. How did you fall for that? You're such a fucking idiot. Oh, I love you. I would have fallen for that as well. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. So, if I swear to God, if you put that in the um, podcast, I'm going to break your legs. For fuck's sake, thanks for listening. Now, fuck off. (laughs) Wait. Please, please subscribe. Please like, subscribe, review. Carefully. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our review. If you like a lot of cheese on your taco. (laughs) (laughs) Please subscribe. Are done. <laughs> we don't really give a shit. We're just gonna keep making them anyway. <laughs> <laughs>